15 and 13. Well, and 15 is gettable today. He's, he's toast. I can use that excuse. You're on the you're in the PGA. Did you hear the music yeah. there, Tim? I did hear yeah. the intro music. We're, we're live. We are live now. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Golf talk at Blacktooth. We brought you a panel of guests today. <laughs> yes, too. I love it. Uh, <laughs> this is the if you're watching on Facebook live, we are in the Blacktooth Brewery tap room here in Sheridan, and I've got let's go through our guests here. I've got Ryan Wagner, golf pro at the Kendrick Golf Course, Ty Bach, owner of the Pony Bar and Grill, Jess Hattervig of ERA Carroll Realty, Tim Barnes of Black. Tooth Brewery, and then Chip, what's your last name? Gibbs. Chip Gibbs, Gibbs. and you've been watching the Masters 28 years straight? 26 with Tim straight, longer Whoa. than that. Like okay. a Masters historian. Yes. Yeah, okay, awesome. So when something happens, we'll ask, we'll ask Chip down there. Well, well, t- Tim's a real Masters historian. <laughs> not accurate. He was Tim pre-Blacktooth. He's not just here for the free beer like the rest of us. <laughs> hey, we're going to your place for wing shortly. Yeah, yes. there get, we go. Get I love them hot, this. get them ready. We're headed there after. <laughs> Yeah. Traveling a traveling show here. I like it. This is great stuff. You can drink beer and do a podcast. You cannot eat wings and podcast at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Facebook Live is schmutz on it. The hat looks good though. So guys, thanks for coming down. We're just we're watching the Masters, obviously. So if something happens, I can't see it. So you guys tell me. And I don't know anything about golf anyway. So you just <laughs> you guys just tell me if something crazy happens. Um, I should ask this. I don't even know who's winning right now. Like who's in the lead? Justin Rose is seven under. Shot 65 yesterday. Even par today. Guys are chasing him. Two back, three okay. back. Um, Will Zalatoris might be the story of today because the guy had no status on any pro tour last year at this time a year ago had no status on any pro tour then one on the cone ferry tour and then one on the pga tour and a year later now he's second in the masters Whoa. after day two and was not a professional on any tour last year one year that's crazy yeah solid run we're pulling for him yeah we're so pulling he's, for he's guys this, like that yeah the cinderella story yeah love closest it. thing to an amateur the bobby jones would love it Oh, he'd be all in on Will Zalatoris. Well, Bobby Jones was the creator of the Masters. Golf course was built by Bobby Jones and a guy named Alistair McKenzie uh, in Augusta, Georgia. He was a big amateur, as as most folks would know. Uh, probably the greatest amateur. And that there's a young guy who's 150 pounds soaking wet is actually in contention after just barely gaining status as a professional. It's a pretty cool story. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and, then, and he's not in anybody's pool, so everybody can root <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody's <laughs> got that here. Wyoming just passed that sportsbook, right? Well, next year we can bet on the long shot. <laughs> We're all in next year. Yeah. Next yeah. year this will be a Masters betting podcast. Love it. Yes. <laughs> yep. Brought to you by Gobi Wyo and Blacktooth and the Pony Bar and Grill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there we go. And ERA. And ERA. And e- yep, ERA yeah. Carol Realty. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. No, I'm all down about that. Yeah. Yep. No, I think, was it the sports book or was it just online betting? I think it was online betting. Oh, because the online betting is actually kind of a downer. Because it's like <laughs> Wyoming's just taking their cut and it's like 20K a year. So it's like... <laughs> Whoop de doo! Good job. It's a step. step. Stepping stone. You're saying next year is so we should be lobbying for the sports book. From a couple of guys who own 21 and over establishments, (laughs) having a sports book is a good move in the right direction. You got to have a lot of cash on hand if somebody wins, but 
Yep. It's, right. a, it's a move in the right yeah. direction. That'd be cool. They're not yeah. have to go far. They did, they did approve it in South Dakota. Yep. Sportsbook. <laughs> effective this summer. Deadwood. Moving in. Deadwood. Deadwood's, Deadwood's been ready for that for a long time, though, yep, which is great. Yep. 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 What other stories right now that we can think of? A lot Brian of big guys Hunt. missing the cut. Big guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, McElroy. Uh, Rory's not out yet. Kepka. He's not out yet. Rory's plus seven with five to play. He's got to get four in there. Two par fives. Could happen. Oh. Be a hell of a move. Bye-bye, Rory. But I think Rory's <laughs> looking at <laughs> Not a lot of faith here. Yeah. No faith in Rory. He's yeah. got nothing today. I don't know where Phil is. He was he plus was four. Cut line. I think he missed He missed his birdie on 18 to go to plus three. Yeah. So he's on the cut line. See, yeah. these are all names I know, so I'm like, oh, man. Like, this is... <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of the rite of passage, the coming of spring this year in 2021, different animal than, than years past based on what we've all seen and been through over the last 12 months. It feels like the Masters this year has a, a deeper meaning and a, a more excitement than normal just because it's an opportunity to see the coming of summer and the Kendrick, Kendrick golf course is coming back into the mix and yeah. it's just a, it feels really good to be somewhat normal in Blacktooth. I think Ty would resonate that the pony feels normal. Things around us are starting to feel like they typically did. And uh, the yeah. Masters is kind of the, the welcoming of that excitement and activity of cool. summer. Yeah, yeah. I know it is for me personally, this to Tim's point. Like, when I'm watching this, it's summer's here. Yep. It's, it's We're back. Season's ready. Let's back to normal. Going. Yep. And obviously last year was... Yeah. Everything yeah. was backwards, but <laughs> seeing this, let's get going. Yeah. For us here in Wyoming, last year when they were playing this in November, you're like, oh, we can't even go play today. I mean, that's why Chip's <laughs> yeah. been coming to visit Tim for 26 years on the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a few years when the weather was so bad they probably couldn't play, but right. they played anyway, I think. Yeah. We have played in snow. <laughs> we have played in, in rain. The, one of the very first ones, probably like the, I don't know, fifth or sixth time, Ryan went out with us, one of the original Powderhorn rounds we played and Chip was on stag three and he was just over the bunker there. And he said to Jimmy, he said, he said, what is it to the green? And Jimmy Scott looked back at him and said, it's a bad decision. <laughs> he said, okay, I'll hit seven iron out of here. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Ryan, talk a little bit about how Kendrick feels about kind of we're back to normal, you know, and um, a new start, new summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, out of Kendrick, we've got a uh, got a new start. We've got an all new staff, uh, top to bottom, all the way from the. Uh, I took over the management of the club uh, from a golf operation side, and uh, we have a new golf course superintendent. Name is uh, Chris Kramer. He's a local kid. Went to high school here. Uh, just a great dude. Uh, got his degree in Rutgers. Uh, totally qualified, and the golf course uh, is just going to get better under Chris. It's in great shape. We had a great winter. The, when we had a cold streak uh, that below zero stretch, we had a snow cover, so all the golf course, all the golf courses in Sheridan survived the winter in good. I don't think there's any winter kill. Um, awesome. In the clubhouse, we remodeled uh, inside Kendrick, so the, the city was gracious enough. They're gonna. They're putting. Uh, they put new carpet in. Uh, they're doing some work on the outside of the building. So the outside of the building is gonna change. Inside, we added a bar, uh, and food service will begin.
season again this year, kind of beginning of May. We're going to have some, uh, well, breakfast and lunch, uh, just kind of have our basic operations, get the golf course back to a, to a nice, steady golf operation. Yeah, love it. I went to school with Chris, so yeah, he, he was a great golfer in high school, and uh, that's awesome. I didn't know he was the superintendent, so that's pretty cool. Just picked him up this spring. That's yeah, awesome. it worked out really good. Yeah, He's awesome. Great dude. They, they sprayed down the walls. They put up new paint, new pro shop decor. Looks good up there. Awesome. Um, I was, again, rite of passage, springtime. We're back in the groove at Kendrick. Yeah. I was up there the other day, seeing some balls, ran into Justin, who's also uh, working for Chris. Or Chris and yes. It was just so fresh to hear them talking about and hearing the excitement in their voice of getting the course in shape and having someone there that was actually, you could feel in their voice that it was a priority and a challenge and something they wanted to be right. Yeah, the, the, the Powderhorn, uh, Justin Bishop, who was our superintendent the last two years, uh, went to work at the Powderhorn, and the Powderhorn has come over, and, and Justin and Jason Bush have come over and said, hey, we're gonna, we want to help you. You've got great momentum. The golf course is in great shape. We want to help you make it better. And, uh, and the, so the Powderhorn has come over, and they're giving us a, a consulting. They're help, helping us out with a consulting part. Yeah. Uh, with a, just helping us make it even better than it is today and trying to help make Sheridan Golf even better than it is yeah. uh, than it is now and I'd like to on here like thank you with the Powderhorn and and the city of Sheridan is the one that made the commitment to uh, to Kendrick and to make it better there was a point in time where we were struggling with the condition of the golf course uh, but that is no longer the, the last two years the commitment to the equipment commitment to the staffing uh, Kendrick is in as good a shape as it's been in I don't know, maybe ever. Yeah. It's just really in great great place. As soon as we're done here, we're gonna yeah. do a chip off at the at the practice screen at Kendrick. No. <laughs> no. I was gonna say we're going to the pony for wings. Yeah. I, I, like, yeah. I like Ryan and I's chances to win that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a little bit of handicap. Let's go thirty yards back. <laughs> What's new at Gobi, Wyoming? I mean, a little well, bit about us, but. Yeah, so the last time I was here, Tim, we, we weren't in our studio yet. Um, so now we've got a full studio there in the new Market Hall building. Um, we've had some some great guests already come through. Um, our latest ones was a, a local local group, the Provision Fund with Casey Osborne. Great um, guys, doing and, great stuff. Yeah, um, you know, we, we actually just kind of, a, as a spoiler, we interviewed uh, Shayla Connor, the Sheridan Wild Rodeo Queen, so that'll be coming out in a couple weeks. Um, I'm, we're just hitting them all, like, so Provision Fund to the rodeo, um, Sheridan Pilots Association, um, you know, we're covering it all, and so we're growing here in Sheridan, and we're, we're starting to, uh, hopefully this helps too a little bit, like, you know, Buffalo, Dayton, Ranchester, but Casper, Gillette, and uh, just grow statewide. Uh, you know, Zach and I always cover the, the state stuff, but, uh, um, you know, got to start with the local stuff first and then get that, that name out there sure. and, and keep going. So yeah, a lot of great stuff going on. We're, we're booked out, uh, guest wise this month, which is crazy to me. Um, you know, there was a time where I was like, just calling anybody I could think of like, Hey, come on my show. <laughs> that's when, that's, that's when he approached me. Or, hey, can we get into black tooth and yep. maybe interview? Yep. <laughs> I got nowhere else to go in this thing. Yep. 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 <laughs> I'm running out of ideas. Help me out. So, but yeah, no, it's, it's encouraging and it's great. And, uh, you know, uh, yours is probably still, I don't understand. I just filmed the video on my phone and people watch it on YouTube. And I, was just like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, don't know how that works but that's probably just the the atmosphere we were, here. We were a little loose yeah it was free 
fresh. Zach's coming too, so Bozeman Bobcats so, at some point when he gets out whoa, of school. Whoa, hey, but the, the guy next to you is also a Bobcat. Yeah, there we As go. is the guy over here. Oh, look at that. We got a lot of Bobcats. Yeah. In there. A lot of us went so, to the Harvard of the West. And, yeah. and Ryan, even though you didn't go there, was is also a Bobcat. My mom was a barrel racing national champion out of Montana State. There oh, wow. See, yeah. He doesn't yeah. cheer for the Grizzlies, so. No, actually, at Kendrick, we charged the Grizzlies an extra $10 <laughs> per round. Yes. <laughs> Kendra. <laughs> I like that little name drop of your mom. <laughs> hey, hey, how many how many guys have a mom who's a national barrel racer? Yeah, that's my tie to Montana State. That's there you go, the old brick breeding field house. And that's awesome. That's and, right. and, and 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 she was a winner because she went to Montana State. <laughs> Boom. So there you go. It's just no doubt. <laughs> Nobody likes the Grizzlies. I was going to say. Let's just get it out there. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just bash the Grizzlies? Can this just be a bash the Grizzlies podcast? Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I don't know what our reach is into Montana, but we're going to lose the. <laughs> we just lost the West. The, yeah, the rest. Right? Yeah. I think I said on the previous podcast, I wouldn't cheer for the Grizzlies if they were playing Iraq. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a Shattering State guy, so it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's been uh, uh, 26 years of, of Tim and I watching the Masters together and, and 26 years of him stealing my material because that was that was mine so oh, okay well oh. if we go back there was a conversation when i first started at abc rental which the illustrious abc rental in bozeman montana those of you who were there probably rented inner tubes from there i had i said i'm the duke and suddenly this guy became the Duke. And I was I was somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And this guy came up to me and says, hey, do you know the Duke? And I go, what? And he says, yeah, you know Chip Gibbs. And I went, oh. So speaking of, speaking of stealing material, there's been a lot of it stolen a lot of different directions. I'm kind of waiting for Chip's reply. I feel like this is a. Oh, no, I, I, I flat out stole oh, okay. it and made, and made it happen. I, Just admit it. I, and it worked. I, it I, worked. I did. I still have guys in Bozeman who, who see me and say, hey, Duke, how you doing? So it, it stuck. That's fantastic. That's an awesome Ooh. nickname. The does Duke. It, does anyone else have a nickname that can compare to that? Well, John Wayne was the original Duke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recall what what we were speaking of when the Duke came I, out. But. I, I don't either. It's uh, it's You were saying, oh, I'm the Duke at this or I'm the Duke at that. He was uh, showing some humility there. And I, I liked it. So I stole it because we have that in common. It's awesome. <laughs> you don't get to laugh at that, right? Jason Day. I'm laughing. Jason Day. Gone. Plus, Plus nine. nine. Plus nine. Yeah, gone. Another, another Curtains days. for day. Jason Day. Yeah, there, there we go. There's a cut line. Plus three. Poulter makes it. Coocher gone. Brooks gone. Lee Westwood gone. Is that Brooks Kepka? Cantlay gone. Yep. Oh, wow. I had a lot of those guys in my uh, office pool. <laughs> oh, I, I think I might so be So Ryan Wagner, <laughs> gone. <laughs> and out. <laughs> gone. I'm a, I guess, hopefully I run a better golf operation than I do for professional <laughs> golfers. You got ponies to pick here pretty soon, right? Kentucky Three weeks Derby. for ponies? Oh, yeah. cannot wait for the de- for the ponies. Is that another live stream we're doing, Tim? Sure. <laughs> oh. I don't know. If we, got, if we got a collective group here to do this, this could be <laughs> oh. next time. Time ties bringing wings. Yes. Can you bring like a new listing? 
Hey, couple new listings. A derby listing. No, no, I've, you some got real some estate. horse properties yeah. for the derby. <laughs> exactly. Some horse properties for the derby. Yeah. Bring me some horse properties. We'll we'll talk or you could, and... you could just be here to have free wings and beer, which <laughs> seems like a pretty nice gig. <laughs> I'm more interested in the wings. <laughs> yeah, the wings. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. In fact, why don't, we can probably get Hot some. Today. Yeah, can we order some? Is that... yeah, I got a phone right here. What's yeah. Hot round. That's the official. Yeah. I'll put here one time. We did do those. And mint juleps. Didn't we have mint juleps one time? Yeah. Yes. Some great bourbon. Mm. There's some. There's some great horse horse history out here in this area for the Kentucky Derby horse oh, racing. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be. When is that? Uh, May fifth, first Saturday in May. Oh, Gobi Wild is here. If there's wings here, <laughs> Gobi Wild can be here. If Ty can be here. Yes. Ryan and I are yeah. not going to make that. <laughs> we will. Uh, we will be predisposed at that moment. <laughs> predisposed. We get For, we get the opportunity to play some nice golf courses. We're headed out east to play. Oh, some, okay. Play some nice golf. Fair oh. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. What's new at the Pony? We got to get yeah a yeah. little bit of it. I mean, you got a new hot tub. I heard there's a new hot tub at the at the Bach household. <laughs> my house, <laughs> correct. But but do we get it wired up? Is it functional? Yeah. <laughs> We're almost there. Okay. The weather, I, the weather cut is set up a little slow. Yesterday at lunch, I knew you weren't going to get that done today. <laughs> what meteorologist parts? You're going to be putting that setting that hot tub in blizzard. Correct. Knew it. Anyway, knew it. The pony. Speaking of hot. Summer's coming. No, we are not keeping the deck and clothes over summer. Like every day, that's the case. Yes. Are, are you going to take yes. this down? Yes. Absolutely, we're taking that down. It would be like a sweat lodge. The patio <laughs> mask is coming off. The COVID yes. plastic is coming down. Uh, absolutely, it's been fantastic for us. Even like right now, the early spring wilding. So I've been telling people we're probably going to leave it up until that Memorial Day time. I mean, we've got the speakers coming up and Sheridan stickers cup Mother's Day weekend. Historically, like nine times out of ten, it's 40 degrees raining sideways. Uh, so when I've got a whole bunch of soccer players in town, it'd be great to have the extra seating. Uh, it's been well received. Uh, historically, the pony's always been the deck's been that seasonal draw. Hey, it's springtime, the masters are drawn. It's that same kind of talk, like, hey, we can go golf, we can hit the pony deck now. Um, very fortunately for us, we've been busy enough year round now. It's nice to have that extra seating all the time. So, moving forward, we've been covered from COVID down year. We're looking at a way to be, be make the deck more permanently open one day and close the next. Um, what we put up now is not feasible to take down, put up, take down, put up. Uh, just the way it was designed, it was just we got to get something up to yeah. make this happen now. Um, as in a lot of businesses reacted immediately and did what they needed to do to exist in COVID. Um, but we definitely see the, the need, and it actually is a different ambiance and pool with all that lighting and sitting out there while it's snowing was really kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and other than the really cold snap, we're able to use it almost the whole winter. So. Summer's back. We're excited for. Sounds like Wild Rodeo is going to happen again. That's always a big thing at the Pony. We'll have our Thursday and Friday night concerts. Who do you guys have headlining for those? Uh, Thursday night we're keeping it local. We're going to have Rick Dyson this year. Okay. Great. Uh, Friday night we're bringing back Fancy Williams again. Heck yeah. Uh, which has been uh, the last yep. three or four, four years now. Be a big hit. So uh, we actually talked about working with Tim. I still might have something to watch for the next night. 
yep, still, still grinding. Still no, grinding. no announcement to make, no but stay tuned. TBD. Yeah, <laughs> one of the biggest things that that Ty faces with that concert is the the price of bringing in the stage and all the sound. And if you could make it two nights instead of one, you could figure out how to, you know, cut some of those costs because a lot of it's mobilization and setup. And yep. if we could get that stage to move from Ty's location somewhere close to here, we could figure out a way to make that a little more beneficial for everybody. Yeah. So yeah. But, there's a lot of commitment. Like if Tim and I have a concert down here, it's, okay. it's black too. We're responsible for every aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You leaving? No. Oh. Right oh. <laughs> oh, good. He left the mic. That'd been funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been better. Coming at you live, yeah. Jess from the restaurant. Yeah, just, yeah, just. <laughs> would have been a first for the podcast. Yeah, that'd have been funny. <laughs> yeah. Calling, uh, yeah. <laughs> any uh, any uh, metal people out there i think ty's saying hey if you can come up with an idea to open the deck close the deck yeah you're open to open to suggestions bids welcome. yes yeah yeah all, all bids are welcome yes, all is accepted. yes all bids are welcome yeah keep it reasonable We're not yeah. also there's always the uh the push for you need a second level of the deck sure yo sure. I, we get it all the time are you gonna do a rooftop patio what there's six days a year when that makes sense. <laughs> Maybe eight. You got to staff it and send beer up there. I mean, have you ever hauled beer upstairs? Our not easy. Big enough. Actually, it's not big enough to supply food to the seating we have now. Adding more seating, I always tell people like, you should expand. You should move to Buffalo or leave the second location for tap rooms at It's funny. I keep hearing the same thing, and yet I'm not smart enough to go. Yeah, Buffalo sounds crazy. <laughs> or Casper, for that matter. Sounds crazy. I put tap rooms 320 miles apart. I, I tell people, like, if we're expanding, it's going to be on the back end because we yep. don't have the room to pump out. Yep, yep. I've even had chefs from other places come in. Tim Rockwell, when he was with the college, walked back to my kitchen and went, are you kidding me? He's, like, looking around. He's, like... How do you even put out the food that you do out of this tiny little space? Your kitchen's the size of a golf cart. Yeah, I mean, our <laughs> kitchen was essentially a liquor storage room back in the day when the pony was just a liquor storage. It was like, hey, let's do it. You didn't take that in the restroom with it? It, it wasn't designed to be no. a restroom. <laughs> I was also on the phone. He got a new no, listing. No. Yeah, we got a new <laughs> He got a new listing. <laughs> we got that, we haven't discussed that yet, Aaron. We, we wanted to hear that negotiation. <laughs> no, I apologize, but I got to deal with that. That was something that had to be dealt with before five. We're, we're swinging big deals here. Yeah. Podcast. He, he had to stop and call about horse property. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got to get this figured out for, for May. Three weeks from yeah, now. you got three weeks till uh, Derby Day. Talk about pressure. I think most of the ponies around here are polo. Yes. It's not racetrack. Yep. Yep. But yep. That doesn't make any less difference on the price on the horse property. No, it's it still. It does not. No steam. <laughs> Talking about new, Ryan, what is what are some new things that people should expect from the Kendrick Golf Course this year? So this year we we rolled out a couple leagues. Actually. Okay, uh, we've got a uh, the women's league this year uh, is going to go. Um, they're going to play all day. You can join the Kendrick Ladies Golf Association, and you can play at any time all day. And they'll have a couple day games. Uh, they've had that in the past, but 
but involved with that also is we're going to have one night, one night every month. We'll have a 530 shotgun where all the ladies get together at the same time. Uh, we'll have wine tastings, beer tastings, things like that on the golf course for the ladies during that ladies night. So it's not just going to be golf. It's really more about social than it is about the golf. Uh, along with that. By the way, just interrupt the yeah, In the water. You got a guy who's remarking his ball on 13, who's plus two. His name's Dustin Johnson, a defending Uh-oh. champion. Just Uh-oh. rolled back into Race Creek. Oh, that's the pawn of 15. Oh, and the cut this. is plus three. <laughs> he is going to be and on he, the line. He's right at it. Uh-oh. I didn't mean to wreck you there. But no, you didn't. We, that's big news. That's that oh. right in the agua. The number one player in the world is on the edge of not making this deal. God, defending champ, right? Defending, defending champ, champ and number one player in the world just winning the water on, is it 13 or 15? That's, that's uh, 15. Was that 15? 15. Yeah, 15. Ooh, late in his round, too. Exactly. He's going to have to hit this one close to try and stay on the cut line. All right. So See Mins the drama Lake. that unfolds yes, at Augusta yeah. National <laughs> on Friday? Oh, love it. Well, so we got Minsley coming out also Thursday on Wednesday nights. Okay. Uh, 5.30 shotgun. Everybody plays. Two-man teams. We just rolled that out yesterday. Nice. Uh, so if you're interested in men's league and you want to play on Wednesday nights, just call the course. Um, uh, we'll get you set up. We have a partner. We just need your name and your partner's name. And both of you need to have a handicap. And that's it. You can be a member of any club anywhere in Sheridan, Buffalo. Doesn't matter. It's, it's open for everybody. Uh, we're taking the first 24 teams, and then after that, we'll take the next eight uh, for flights. And it'll be a two-man team, and you'll play a match play for the next eight weeks. It'll end the week before rodeo. And that's the every Wednesday? Every Wednesday night, 5.30 shotgun. We get let everybody get off of work, and we'll leave you a half an hour to get from work into the uh, roll into the golf course, grab a six-pack of black tooth, and go play. Awesome. <laughs> well done. There you go. I, I tried to talk him into having like a club chucking league or a, like a contest where yeah. we could throw the chucker. We could throw it the chucker. Yep. <laughs> we might still institute that as the uh, tiebreaker. If we have a tie, <laughs> we won't a have a chip off. off. We're going to have a chucker. I love, I love <laughs> Who can chuck a nine iron the farthest? That's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep. You could get like a rotation. Somebody could try and count the number of turns. Oh, I love it. Oh, wow. That's how you really get them out there. Yep. You gotta you gotta get a lot of rotation and centrifugal force to get yep. a really good chuck. We have a friend of ours that probably is the best chucker that we He's know. He's incredible. I, we call him the chucker. <laughs> we, that dude can incredible. throw it a hundred. But he cuts yards. it loose. It's just it's you gotta get it you gotta get rid of it at the right time. Like you can't go it too early or too late. Yep. Are we gonna you, bail on him? Are we gonna drag him out on this podcast and actually name this individual? Yeah, that's, that's what, what gonna, I was just about to ask. <laughs> he, he knows who he is. <laughs> you know who you are. Yeah, there we go. Capsary, you know who you are. Oh, just, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Oh, it's it, it's just you got to know when to cut it loose. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's like NASCAR drivers know when to make the pass and there's 200 miles an hour and they're right next to each other and you, you got to squeeze it in there. Well, when you cut it loose with the with the wedge and you you never throw the driver or the three no. iron because you kind of expect some of those are going to be bad. But when you got a wedge in your hand and it doesn't go well, it's disappointing and disheartening <laughs> and you got to know when to cut it loose. And, and Matt's got a, 
a real air about him. Little, yeah. <laughs> the drivers are too light. You know, they got that. They got. They're too light. You got to get a good wedge because that's where you get the distance. They got the weight. Putters are heavy. They're getting too expensive. Putter gets expensive. Oh, see, there's a time talking, when you can chuck. talking about Bobcat and Grizzlies. Here's uh, the co-host Zach Gale. There's a time when you can chuck, and there's a time when you can. And one of the things you can't chuck with is when you're a grizzly. Then it's just bad form, <laughs> bad character. Yes. it's a character flaw. Nobody's surprised when a grizzly chucks. No. Yeah, yeah, get a beer. We got to get Zach a beer. Yep. He's a bobcat. Got to get a beer first. A a beer and a microphone. (laughs) Yep. Beer and a microphone. It's like a chip in a chair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll I'll just add to this because I've been been a member up at Kendrick for, shoot, I don't know, 15 years. Yeah. Christ was a corporal. Um, But I'm super excited what these guys are doing. I've been out there a few times in the last two weeks and. Um, different attitude, different vibe, positive. The clubhouse looks great. Horse looks great. Um, I will say this: Justin, for his safety, should probably leave. Uh, I might have hit him in a golf ball the other day when he was messing with a sprinkler on the 16 tee box. Tee shot on 15 might have went a little errant. But uh, no, in all seriousness, I'm super excited, and these guys are kicking ass. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun summer. Yeah. You know, talking about Justin Muir, of course, the best compliment I've heard about your staff that you have at the course now is someone said, someone on the golf course superintendent side actually came up to me and talked to me and said, what do you think about the course? How's it playing? What's going on? So there's that now that connection with the community and the course, not just we're a course, come give us your money and get back out of here. It's how do we make it? How do we make our relationship better for Someone walked up and said, hey, we know how to get rid of weeds. Yeah. We're not going to have dandelions in the greens yeah, or the tee boxes. We understand turf. Yes. Now they're... The Kendrick Municipal Golf Course is poised for great things over the next five to seven years yeah. because it had been on a really poor track the other direction for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But, well, and with um, the golf, the comeback of golf with COVID, look at the good things that COVID's done. And one of them is bringing golf back. Yes. I mean, golf courses were dying all over the country. I mean, I was on the board at a golf course and we couldn't get members. And, and uh, so now if you're going to have members come back or new members join and you're on the upswing, it couldn't be better for you. And that's awesome, Ryan. I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah, no, we we've uh, we're riding the wave nationally of golf. Uh, golf was a great the COVID. The one great thing was it was great for golf. People got to play outside. You were spaced away. But what people realized when they got out there was that they really do like the game. They 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 enjoy the challenge. It's you know it's not a game that you ever finish the round and go, man, I played perfect. Right. You don't ever do that. And so you can always get better and you can enjoy it. If you don't play well, you can still enjoy it. You can still uh, enjoy the good friendships. Uh, for me, um, I have another business and, and I took on the Kendrick deal just because golf is a passion. And I enjoy uh, I enjoy the game and the, the things that golf has given me, the relationships. I mean, I know all of you from the game of golf. Almost, almost exclusively. I know you from golf, and, and that goes with a, a lot of people that I've met. And Tim and I are getting uh, lucky enough to play some great golf courses on the East Coast, and it's because of golf, because of who we met. We're getting to play one of the top clubs in the, in the entire world. 
because of who we know and who we met playing golf. I met my wife on the golf course. Uh, I've got, I got into the current business that I'm in because of golf. And I, I want other people to enjoy and, and experience the things that, that golf has given me. And hopefully people are experiencing the same thing well, on the golf course. And, and I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that's what for Tim and I's friendship was playing golf after work. Uh, when Bridger Creek opened up and he found out he was a golfer and uh, still Has not a fan. Has anyone played Bridger Creek? St still not uh, a fan. Still not like a fan. Having, the front nine is like having nine upside down bathtubs to putt to. Yeah. <laughs> it's still not my favorite There's place to play There's nowhere golf. to land it or stop it. It's but, terrible. But that's where we, we started hanging out was on the golf course. And just like you said, I mean, I met you through Tim because we got to be friends in golf. golf. We played in some tournaments and met a lot, a lot of wonderful people in Sheridan by coming over here to watch to watch golf. Yeah. So it's and and you know the best thing about it to me is what what you said earlier to elaborate a little bit. You play the same course a hundred times and you never play it the same a hundred times. It's not it's not like a bowling alley. It's you know same lane, same, same lane. Ex exactly. I mean it's 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 different every time you go play and uh, that's what makes it you know so much fun at least for me. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, golf is myself as my handicapper at the table. <laughs> I can I, say, one, I've never said I couldn't play any better, but I definitely thought I absolutely could not have played any worse than I just <laughs> Hey, but I got a great I got a great tie box story here. We play league at, at Buffalo routinely during the summer, and we're on number 12, and Ty takes a 12, right? Yeah. On week one, just yeah. to speak to your point, or week two. And then the following week, he makes birdie and $350 in the skin. <laughs> same hole, same tee shot. Yep. We didn't hit, we didn't throw three out of bounds that day. We stuffed it down there. We chipped it close. We hammered it in $354. Skin, only skin of the day, Ryan. But that's what makes Woo. you keep coming back. It doesn't matter your skill level. It's always a fun challenge. It's good times with friends. It's stories you'll have forever. Yes. Uh, I made 60 birdies in league and I didn't win a skin. Not one time. Not one. That's what you get for being <laughs> yeah. You're too good, Tim. No. Too good. That's that's not true. <laughs> as far as the bathtubs goes, if you just hook every wedge left and never hit a green, you don't have to worry about you it. Know, you put up the bathtub every time. <laughs> Straight up hill. I do love Bridger Creek, though, man. It'll always have a special yeah, you have place. Greeny bogeys. <laughs> <laughs> What else? What do we got, Zach? What are you? Yeah, you're coming in you late. Just I know, I know. Yeah. I got, you are got out of surrounded school. by Bobcats. Yeah, so things are good. Things are I mean, good. Yeah, we, it's, we, it's a reunion. We we learned earlier that uh, Ryan's mom was a national champion barrel racer at Montana State University. Really? Okay. Chips, a Montana State University grad. There we go. Ty, myself, we got. There we are. In, <laughs> this is a yeah. grizzly free zone. Good. Well, that's the way we like I'm it. I'm not a grizz. Hey. Yeah, we can say that. That's that's. And that's something. I mean, that's seriously. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's something. You're not if you're not a Grizz, you're a step ahead. If I'm nothing, I will always not be a Grizz. There you go. There you go. No matter how bad it gets, no matter how low I go, I will still not be a Grizzly. One step above that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, awesome. I, I was playing in a golf tournament in uh, Cody a couple years ago and I was telling this this woman I was seeing and she doesn't get the the animosity 
because she went to the University of Wyoming and there's no in-state rival. Right. And uh, um, sat down after tournament and this gentleman had a Grizz shirt on and I had a Bobcat shirt on and I said, oh, you're a Grizz. And he said, yeah. And, and the thing about Grizz fans is I, I don't know very many who ever went to college there. They just root for the football team, right? But all the Bobcats I know went to school there at least at some time. So I asked this guy if he went to the University of Montana and he said, yes. I said, well, did you graduate? And he said, yes. And I looked over and I said, this is like finding a unicorn. <laughs> this guy is actually a Grizz fan and he went to school there. I said, yes, this doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, uh, Aaron, you know, the Western Montana will never listen to this podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have a tough time. Northwestern from, uh, Montana. Yeah. Yeah, you well, are. There you go. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask how uh, how can a beginner join at Kendrick? You know, people who are maybe you know they've maybe stepped away from golf or they want to come back or trying to get their kids involved to play golf. What what kind of things does Kendrick offer? Sure, we got uh, from the lesson side. We um, we have a great uh, head golf professional out there. His name is Nathan Farrell. Uh, came over from Driggs, Idaho. Uh, he's he's one of the best players, if not the best player in the area. Uh, the guy's going to play in the National Club Pro Championship, the PGA National Club Pro Championship. Okay. Uh, the top 12 from that tournament get to play in the in the PGA Championship with the tour players. Okay. So he's playing in the, he's qualified through uh, Montana, can, Wyoming. Can we get him on our pro team? We will, but we're not going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> I don't want to give him up. He's not available for pro-amps. He's taken. Okay, good. <laughs> he's trying to help our cause here. No, no so he's a, a really, really good player but he's a really good teacher and a really good guy outside of that so if you're if you're looking to play looking to learn how to uh, play the game nathan's a great guy all you got to do is uh, just call the shop um, and he'll schedule a lesson he'll do group lessons if you're if you're more comfortable in a group atmosphere with a couple of your friends uh, and and for beginners a lot of times that's the best way to learn because you kind of laugh and play with your friends and right yeah hit bad shots and you can laugh at each other uh, he'll, he'll do the group lesson uh, from the junior side we have uh, we have a Sheridan Junior Golf Association which is throughout uh, Sheridan yeah. uh, we allow we have we take in all kids um, it's 99 bucks for a four week session starts on June 7th uh, we have a website Sheridan Junior Golf uh, Association uh, and we do uh, two sessions we have a Monday Thursday session that's out at the Powderhorn and we have a Tuesday Wednesday session that's at Kendrick and we uh, we'll we'll take the kids it's a one and a half hour session we'll teach you driving chipping putting uh, we get you started uh, learning the game uh, that way and then the second level after you've learned the basics in junior golf then we have a PGA Junior League and so we're taking about 20 kids 20 kids at the Powderhorn and 20 kids at Kendrick and it's it's a team game uh, they play a scramble together and the kids learn to be play competitive golf sure uh, they learn how to mark their ball they learn etiquette they learn sportsmanship they learn uh, all the great things that, that golf has to offer from a character standpoint yeah and and they learn it as a group, so it's not intimidating, isn't it? You know, you don't have to play your ball the whole time. You're playing a scramble, so you you all hit out there and you put, take the best ball. Uh, great format for kids and great format for them to learn.
learn how to play a little competitive golf. Sure. When we have a lot of the tournaments that, that we all play in, uh, we all we play in a lot of scrambles, a lot of best ball partner partner golf. Uh-huh. Actually, it's probably the the most fun tournaments that we play in are partner golf tournaments, and and so we're getting the kids introduced to that golf at, at an early age, sure. so they can learn how to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Is this an appropriate time to mention the junior program that we have too? Um, the powder, the black powders sponsored and did I miss that? Which one? With the, the junior program that's been going for the last four or five Sheridan years. Junior Golf? Yeah. Yep. I just just covered that. Yeah, excellent. Great. I was talking to Jess. <laughs> Monday, Thursday is at the Paddlehorn. Tuesday, Wednesday. I was I, just, I was working on my priorities. You, you did well. <laughs> Keep doing what you do. I have yeah, never missed well. a round of beers. <laughs> <laughs> like, we need another one over here. <laughs> I was talking about 16. Too, yes. Yes. Yeah. So a little yeah. repetition there. My fault? No, no. <laughs> Oh, it's a, it's all good. I'll hit it again. Yeah. Where are we with DJ? Did anybody see where DJ is? DJ he- hit it to about 12 feet on 16, and then he didn't hit it 13 feet, and it rolled to like 45 feet. Oh, no. So I think DJ might be looking at uh, flights flights out of Augusta this evening on wheels up. I don't know if he made his putt on 15 or not. I don't know. No pressure for picking the champions dinner next year. No pressure. Like uh, like we were talking about Will Zalatoris, nobody had him. Everybody had DJ. He's on the cut line. If you can get this close. Watch him make this oh it'd be great Ooh, he put a good run at it okay so if he makes par on 17 and 18 he might still be there for the weekend don't hold off the jet what's what's his gal's name Paulina. Paulina. I was just like, Claudia. <laughs> well, you, you knew Paulina. that way no, too quick, oh, right? You just knew <laughs> that right shit. away. I, don't, I knew Gretzky name. Paulina. Huh? Sorry, I should say Gretzky. Keep shopping for the local fair in Augusta. I'm still on the cut line. We might be here for the weekend. No dice. He's loose. He's wild. So does anyone want to know? I mean, I don't know how long we got here as a podcast. They're, they go... They go hours. They go 30 minutes. You can shut us off at any time. Yeah, I, I, I don't know when you guys started. One so of the things we need going. to make mention of, which is why this event's so special to me, is that Chip and I, I was a young college kid, sophomore, junior in college. I think I was a junior. I was working at ABC Rental. And at the time, believe it or not, you could rent a TV. Literally a big box. Get it in the back of your truck. It wouldn't fit it in the back seat of a car. Mm-hmm. Built-in VCR. Yeah, built-in VCR. How much were they? $10 a week, $25 a month. So you can rent a television. And I'm a young kid, started in August, following April. I've been there a bit. And we had to, in the back of the shop, we had to clean up all the equipment, get it ready to go back out on the shelf so that someone else could rent it. So I'm in the back and it's Sunday at Augusta. (laughs) It's noon on a Sunday. There's nobody in there. And I've got the TV with the rabbit ears out and the tinfoil. And if I get it just right and nobody comes through the door, I could see CBS Sports in Augusta. And this guy comes blowing through the door at Mach 2, like Chip always did. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm in trouble. (laughs) I'm trying to watch the Masters when I'm on the clock. And he looks at me, and he's a little pissed. And then he looks at me and goes, is that the Masters? I go, Yeah. Who's winning? <laughs> well, we, we, we knew who was winning because that was the that was the uh, was ninety six. Well, yeah, but that was the year that Norman blew his lead. I mean, everybody Follow. knew who was. That's, a, that's everybody we knew, knew who Norman was winning. Was winning. <laughs> he, he was about to go the other direction. Right. So we finished it at the Hideaway Lounge. Correct. Over a pork chop John sandwich. 
which those of you from Bozeman know, Porkchop John's, the Hideaway Lounge, Hideaway yeah. Liquors. Oh, yeah. We finished it there. And then the following year, Tiger went bonkers. So if you can put this all into perspective, 26 years, Tiger's career had started at Augusta. And when you see the the career that he has spanned and the, the position he's in now, you can understand that 26 years of watching this thing every April has been pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've played golf on two-thirds of them. It's probably, probably fair. Most of them have occurred in Sheridan. I think we went to Bozeman two or three times. Yeah, um, yeah there's only been yeah, a couple. You, you set it on the calendar and you go, okay, Chip's going to show up in Sheridan on Friday and we're going we're gonna to smoke some meat. We're going to watch some, some golf. We're gonna play a little golf, and it's the weather's indifferent. What's frankly, on the smoker this weekend? Chip brought us a brisket. I got I got pork chops tomorrow, tonight, Ooh. tonight pork chops. Ooh. Pork uh, chop sandwich? No pork chop sandwich. <laughs> my good <laughs> only buddy, at the hideaway. My good buddy Doug at the Ribbon Chop House picked, hooked me up with three porterhouse pork chops that are currently marinating in my fridge. That's tonight's meal. Tomorrow's probably going to be some sort of shotgun event between 36 holes and Midland Market or maybe Wings at the Pony or who knows what happens tomorrow. But it's going to be <laughs> put something in your gut so that you can make it to Sunday morning. And then we're going to smoke a brisket on on Sunday after. Oh, outstanding. Back up 26 years. We've been every drive to charity. Uh, He's only gone to Bozeman three times. There's been... Uh, um, <laughs> the, first, the first two or three. Fair the, question, Ty. Yeah, However, yeah. when Chip couldn't make it, I Jim immediately yep. went north. There, there were a couple of times. I, I prefer to come down here or excuse to get out of town. And, um, it's to a see his food. lovely bride. And, 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 yep. Get home cooking like from Lynette. Right, right. And it's we, a great and food we, he gets at the pony every year. And we got to play the powder night. horn a And lot. now you're complaining. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it didn't start out like, like a lot of things. We never thought this there was going to be a streak and then after and then after four or five years because Tim and I have a lot of things in common and I think one of them is we we appreciate and love tradition and uh, so we started this one and it's uh it's been ongoing um in 2013 I turned 50 and the Monday of of my the week of my birthday or the, or the day of my birthday Tim says go check your inbox and so I went and looked and he had put in for a raffle for a practice round at Augusta. And to, to keep it as short as possible through a, a mutual friend of ours who had connections with badges in Augusta, who was who was in Atlanta for the final four. We turned the, pra the, the practice round on Monday, became the opening round on Thursday. Uh, and so we got to go together uh, in 2013. She was also 50 that year. Wow. So <laughs> that's a way to turn 50. It was. It was it's, it's, uh, None of my family's listening, so it's the best birthday present I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was there in uh, 2010. Yes. Um, and it was actually with, you know, the controversy and whatnot, it was when Tiger came back. It was his first tournament back after all the stuff with his wife, you know, and whatever. That's beside the point, but it was, man. You know, yes, it's cool there, there's it's insane. Uh, you hear it all the time. You know, television doesn't do it justice, and, and it could it couldn't be more true. There's not a flat lie on that golf course. It it's uh, 
and 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 uh, the, so when when DeChambeau says he had some uphill, some downhill, yeah, they all do yeah. all the time. Right. That's what they all have. The thing that's the coolest about the Masters, in term, in, in my estimation of it, is the stuff that they don't tell you on TV. I mean, Jim Nance and CBS have been there for 35 years, and everybody watches it on Sunday, and they they see how cool it looks. It's it, television as good as it does doesn't do it justice. The, you you don't get the elevation change, you don't get the undulation of the greens. There's there's so much about it that you don't see on TV. But the some of the cool stuff is is like it's still three dollars for a for a draft beer there. And, and when you walk up to the concession stand, they say, "Do you want to? I'll have a beer." They go, "Do you want a domestic or an import?" I'm like, "Well, what's the domestic?" As a brewery owner, I say, "Well, what's the domestic?" They go, "Sir, it's a domestic beer." The girl at the counter has no idea what it is, and I go, "Okay, how about the import?" She says, "I have no idea." It's an import beer. There is no advertisement. There is no promotion. There is nothing about the tournament that is is somehow disqualified or or de elevated based on the fact that it's a corporate sponsored right. deal that when I went back to the keg cooler in the back as as only a brewery owner would do I'm digging around these empty kegs and it smells horrible and there's rotten beer and it's been out in the sun at 95 degrees for three days I go oh the imports Heineken and the domestic is Miller High Life which nobody would ever know and it probably changed the following year but on that year that was the domestic beer and that was the import well, and that- for three bucks you got a 16 ounce beer in a souvenir mug for three dollars. Well, they, it's still they that do, way today. They do yeah. a lot of cool things with with it's 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 cola and light cola. It's 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 chips and barbecue chips. There's not a label on anything. Pimento cheese sandwiches. Yes. yes. How many pimentos did you guys have while you were there? I had no pimentos. Ooh, DJ's in the DJ's in the weeds again. So when I went, to, to, to your guys' points, I go in, you know, whatever, midday. Him, uh, I'm not a pimento fan, but Who is? sandwich, bag of chips, <laughs> and a beer. It was $4.50. Right. And the guy working the, working the register, not arrogant, not cocky, just matter of fact, I, I asked her, I said, how do you guys do this? Like, and she goes... Because we can. Yep. Yeah. And it's and it was again. It wasn't arrogant. It was just because this is the way it is. Eight hundred dollars for your tickets. And it's and it's <laughs> it is. It's the same way now. And when you go as far as like their apparel and the merchandise, you can't buy that logo anywhere but there. I mean, I'm sure somebody's selling on eBay. But the only place that's actually legal to sell it or, or licensed to sell it is there. Is there? And they don't gouge the coolest that thing either. about it? No, they don't. No, no, no. Sure. Long sleeves, fifty, like it would be. Any, any place else. When the Augusta National Board sits down at the end of 2021, and they they sit around the group, the board sits down and they say, "Hey, did income exceed expenses?" and the and the chairman says, "Yes." They say, "Okay, next question." It's that simple. Yep. <laughs> well, That's why they, they can. And they do the simple things like like all the wrappers are green and all the cups are green in case somebody loses one. You don't see trash on on television. It's all it's all designed for television. The, the, every, everything that you buy there is is to keep the golf course clean. And it, a piece of paper doesn't sit on that golf course for two minutes anyway before somebody runs out and puts a, puts a stick in it and picks it up. But it's a, it's a fabulous, and, and, and it's the only major that's in the same place. 
And as the traditionalists, that's the other thing that's always drawn it to me, or drawn me to it. We were just talking a second ago, uh, DJ's ball on 16 today hits and, and doesn't stay up on the ridge and it trickles down and, and just said, that would have been a great shot on Saturday or tomorrow. And I said, actually on Sunday, that probably goes in. The same ball on the same pin, if the traditional Sunday pin probably goes in the hole. I mean, you right. saw where it landed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if he's hitting that same shot on Sunday, he's a, oh, a yeah. foot. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a cool event with with incredible when you're there and you're you're a, a spectator, you literally have a chair and you set it down where you want to sit and you can move it at, at your discretion, but you set it down and nobody sits in it. There's a bunch of guys walking around and if someone comes back and they're in your chair, they say, hey, listen, that's this guy's chair. You're out and, and you move on. It's just a everybody's orderly. Everybody is gracious. It's just an unbelievable place in golf. And it's it, like I said, it's it's kind of the the welcoming of spring. And, and in 2021, it seems like a, a more prominent place than it is in, in previous years. But it's it's always cool. One note that I just looked through as I'm le- looking through the leaderboard. Jose Maria Olathabel plus two. Wow. Making the cut. cut. Not only made the cut. That dude is. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I have to look what year he won, but it was well, a long I guess, time ago. I can ago. tell you it was 93 because Freddie won in 92 and Olafopel won the following year. That was his first one. Did he won twice? Yes. Yeah, on got the got list of guys. He won the Masters jackets. tournament in 94 and 99. And he made the cut in 2021. So crazy. Oh, my God. Earlier, I was listening to Phil's playing with Mickelson's playing with Scheffler. Mickelson had played three Masters by the time Scheffler was born. Unreal. <laughs> <laughs> and Scheffler's not the youngest guy out there. No. no. Not like Freddie Couples. Freddie? For some reason, this tournament, more times than not, he's like that's the thing 30 years of yeah. cuts in a row that's yeah. the thing about this 30 when, years. when you look I was I was doing some math in my head there's seven guys who between them are 130 I mean the, the guys who play well here play well here even at 40 even at 45 yeah, exactly. even at 55 they, they, they just continue to play good. you know one of the coolest things about the Masters in my mind is the the lack of sponsorship these guys the membership at Augusta National and the the board and its it, its entire organization says we're not in this thing for for what the corporate dollars are. They have they've had traditionally two to three sponsors, Cadillac and Travelers for a long time, and I think AT and T is a sponsor now. So. Uh, I don't believe Cadillac is any longer, but they, they also have the drive chip and putt, which is a big junior event, but they, they, they don't, it's not about how many dollars can we roll into Augusta national. They only have two minutes of, of, te- of commercials, commercials every hour, hour. E- 58 minutes of coverage and two minutes of commercials. You know, they've been given pressure by other organizations to try and do certain things. And they've never, they, one year that they were going to say, well, we're going to put a bunch of pressure on your sponsors and uh, they said you know what that's fair we're not we don't want that on our sponsors so this year we're no not going to have sponsors <laughs> yes nope, nope. Said, you yeah. know what this year yeah. we'll have 60 minutes of uninterrupted coverage every hour. you can you can download the masters app yeah you can pick any player in the field pick on them and you can pick go to their scorecard and watch every single shot they play. Oh, yeah. it's all filmed it, and Put onto the like in real time onto the app. It's just amazing. Like as a golf fan, 
pretty amazing coverage. Yeah. It's the toughest ticket in sports, but if you ever have a chance to go, you have to go. You know, and I had a buddy, I said, man, I don't know what this is going to cost. And he said, look, just put it all on a card. When you come home, you look at it and you go, yep, that's what it costs to go to Augusta. And, and if somebody would have said, I don't know, it's going to be this much, would you say no? The answer is no, I still would have gone. So it doesn't matter what the number is. You guys started watching when Tiger won uh, or watching together. Are you guys Tiger fans? Oh, that's such a baited question. <laughs> he's he's ar- fair ar- arguably the greatest. Are you Tiger? Ar- fan? Arguably the greatest golfer of all time. Absolutely. And and there are times when I will root for him. <laughs> so you're not a fan just at times. There's guys I like better. How let's put it like that. <laughs> that is as that is as gracious an answer as wow, ever. Wow, was that political? In 26 wow. years, of are you this. trying to get a job somewhere? <laughs> that is as I, gracious I, a response I've ever heard. I, I like him. I like him way more now. I, I do. mean, I, I, yes. I, I uh, um, there, there's a graciousness about this game that I I don't think he exhibited. At, at, at a time and that's one of the things that rubbed me the wrong way and he's not the only one mind you um and and this game is humbling and life is humbling and and when he when he came back i he's good for golf when he came back it was good for golf and, and when he won i was good for tiger we cheered for him we, the year yeah he won. the year I, he won yeah i think that's like asking after this last super bowl if you're a tom brady fan like i don't think you can say like, I mean, you could say, yeah, no, but like you still respect no, the game, no. right? I would say, but no. you respect, you got to respect the skill that. though, right? To I come from somewhere else. Listen, Zach, as a Bobcat, you, you have to understand no one should have that much. Yeah. Well, no human being should have that much, but you respect the skill, yeah. right? Beautiful wow. wife, great kids. I mean, I know seven Super Bowls. <laughs> unbelievable. Well, should anyone have that much? I, sure. I don't it's know. America. You got to respect America. There you go. That's there you America. go. Yeah. God bless. If I needed if I needed somebody to make a putt for my life, I call on Tiger and I don't even and that's not even a twenty footer Tom a, Brady would be second. I'd have yeah, yeah. he's got that much luck. He'd probably yeah, go yeah. in. You know, he's not even a good golfer. I watched him last year and he was horrible, but oh, he's yeah. clutch. He might make that he, putt. Yeah, he'd come in. It's true. You know, you notice that, that Tim laid off that question one hundred percent. He didn't though. even say anything. I got no, nothing I, out of Tim. He's yeah. The one the of Tiger Woods. Are you a fan? Are you a fan of Tiger? You got to the microphone so fast, oh. <laughs> I couldn't stop. <laughs> it was it was a relief. DJ <laughs> for birdie on seventeen. I'm not a Tiger fan. I'm respectful of, of his re- accomplishments. I yeah, think yeah. that his place in the game is above anyone else's. I, I was that I was that way when he was 23 and new on the tour. I I was never lo- it was never lost on me that he was the game's next great player and he exceeded everyone's expectations. But there were guys that came before him. Bobby Jones, Ben Hogan, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus that carried the torch as the game's ambassador in a far greater fashion, in a far more gracious fashion than Tiger chose to carry it. And that doesn't mean he's a bad dude, but there were guys that meant more to the game because of what they meant to the game than Tiger did. And he was great. Yeah. And those guys like Hogan, who has the Hogan Bridge on Amy Corner. Well done. Played for you can't even the amount of money Hogan made in his whole career. Tiger made him eight, 
playing 25th in one He made making a cut in the first one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> no, guys like Arnold Palmer never had a bad day. They they were always they, they had terrible days, but nobody ever knew. When Tiger had a bad day, everybody yeah. knew. Don't talk to me. Get the hell out of the way. I'm not doing interviews. And, and part Arnold of Palmer did, wasn't given that luxury. Yeah. He was there. And when when they asked the top 100 all time, if Arnold Palmer asked for 25 cents of every dollar you made, would you give it to him? And, I, like and, and 99 of them said, said yes. yes. You know, he, this, he, he's the one who made the tour what the tour is. Arnold, right. Arnold did. Conversely, Payne Stewart dies in a terrible car crash the week before the airplane airplane sorry airplane accident the week before the tour championship and 31 guys out of 32 go out and wear plus fours as a tribute and tiger says nike couldn't get him to me this is one of the the world's greatest conglomerate organizations and you don't think that nike couldn't put a swoosh on a set of plus fours to put on him to sell a million pairs or nike wasn't good enough to say we don't give a shit if you don't wear nike today correct yeah. let it go red for tiger correct all those guys all <laughs> those guys the point. following year at the u.s open hit balls into the ocean at pebble beach except one because he couldn't miss his 8 10 tee time Tiger Woods. I take nothing for, away from what he accomplished, but as an ambassador to the game, as one of its great players, he was inferior to Arnold Palmer and Bobby Jones and but, Jack Nicholas. But, but he is he has come back. He has. He totally. has. I mean, like he's I said, far he's far more he's, human he's, now. And and that's what well, that- but makes him likable. 2009. Yeah. He was humanized. Yes, yeah. and, and and it made him likable. And 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 in, in, in fairness, he, he he embraced that. He did. That's After a good. That's a great I was, point. Again, I was there in ten. His first tournament back. Up until that point, he wasn't shaking hands, you know, going saying hi to the kids ever. What was he doing that whole weekend? And and he, but he hasn't stopped either since then. So, he he yeah. won one major since the car accident that he had with the fire hydrant yep. and Elin and all the stuff that followed it. I've enjoyed his career more since that moment than I did previously. Yep. R- rooted for him since then. Yeah, rooted for him. Yeah. That, uh, I got to go take care of something before five. Thanks Ooh. for the invite. Yeah, of course. Boys, appreciate it. Swinging big deals. Um, it was good talking to you guys. Yeah. Good. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Thank Thanks, you for joining Jess. us. We would never want to stand in the way of a closing. <laughs> He's out. He's out. Woo, we got we got Aaron Gray coming back He's in. Coming we got back. an open mic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron Gray is back to the set. You can even have Jess's beer right here. <laughs> we, we can get you a fresh one. I know a couple of gals in here. You could hook us up. Bam. I want to say as a I, the Tom Brady talk, um, or Super Bowl, just uh, as a 49ers fan, I was just like, ah, you guys were killing me over here. Yeah, they, they were killing me too. I'm sorry. That's what I excuse myself when you guys talked about Tom Brady. I'm glad I picked the right time. Yeah, I, was, I stepped out at the right we time. We did cover uh, Tom Brady. Jess, who just left myself, or I'm just way off golf, but we're both Raiders fans. Oh. So, oh. Any, any Raiders fan has a I'm deep, okay. deep hatred. Yeah, no, for Tom Tuck Rule Brady. Tuck Rule Brady. It won't matter. <laughs> he stood up there at the podium with a big shitty grin 
in on his face and said, oh, yeah, I fumbled it. We were like, you're a <laughs> so, You might have to explain this tuck world thing uh, for everybody too young for that. that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he basically lost the Patriots did. the AFC Championship game. Raiders had the game in the bag. Charles Woodson just got inducted to the Hall of Fame, comes around the corner, hits Brady, hits his arm, knocks the ball out. Oh, it was ruled an incomplete pass. Golf update. Is he going to yeah, make it? Four, no, four, he's four, not. He's DJ uncut. just missed that par putty. is four over and in trouble going he's gotta into 18. Got to make birdie at 18. Got to make birdie at 18 to make it. So, so Ryan, when when you were a pro back, when Tiger was at, what did you see that do to the game when he became oh, popular? It, it was explode? It was all, it was the total difference in the it was the world to golf because that's when the, that's when the, that's when everybody built golf courses. Uh, I went to school to be a golf pro because uh, I was in in school in ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. That's I mean, golf courses were being built and you couldn't be a golf pro fast enough. And when you came out, hundred percent job you you were getting a job it was just a matter of where you wanted to go there were golf courses being built everywhere and it was all because of tiger so i was a tiger fan then because i was young and i was riding coattail i mean i was one of the millions riding coattails he, in the he golf also industry. shot 67 at the yellowstone open one year so he is a pretty good player too at cottonwood <laughs> yeah but uh, if you're a tin cup fan i could keep going but i won't <laughs> Did, did you see a lot of people flood to want to learn how to play the game, though, I guess is what I meant? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, yeah. A lot of people play the game, learn to play. The, the game grew uh, probably pretty steady until 2007, 2008. Pace so, of play slowed. Absolutely. <laughs> a lot of newbies, which was great as a golf pro. Like, you know, line them up. Let's learn how to play golf. It was it was excellent. But, uh, but, but no, he was the huge difference to the whole game and Arnold was probably the guy that made the tour what it was and and, and certainly uh, popularized golf but but Tiger was Tiger changed modern golf and and added certainly. so many golf courses certainly. to the world and and we're watch we think that the Masters is the greatest thing on television because of the money that Tiger's brought to the tour and, and, and Tiger brought the same amount of growth and wealth to the right. to the tour that that Arnold Palmer did. And, I mean, and if you look at these young different but DJ to get yeah. that yeah. team from Yeah, you, DJ you, just went in the trouble. bunker. Yeah. You look at the young guys all on tour. I mean Tiger was their hero growing up. I mean, Absolutely. Zander, every one of those you know, every, yeah, all Max those Homa, guys. Yes. When he won earlier at Riviera. Oh, he was so excited. He was basically peed his pants on the 18th green when because Tiger came down back, to give him the trophy. You know, they, they, they were they were all they were all Tiger guys growing up the way we were Jack or whoever that whoever the dominant golfer year was. Yes. Hey, no by doubt. the way, I want to make mention that Brian Harmon is minus six and tied for second right now. He plays from the wrong side of the ball. Hey, How listen, the hell did that happen? Listen, he's five four and he puts light lights out. I love him. He's like a young Tim Barnes. He's like five four. <laughs> just a better Tim Barnes. He can't hit it out of his shadow. But you walk to the clubhouse and you go. You throw your hat down on the table after the Yellowstone Pro-Am and you go, do you know what you shot? I said, yes, I shot 81. He goes, I shot 81. How the hell did that happen? I hit it all over the countryside. He Didn't talked. He, there's, eight, there's 14 tee shots that you have with a driver in uh, Yellowstone and Billings. He topped 12 of the 14. 
It's just, just like that, just dead topped him like cold 50 topper. yards. Cold top. 50 yards. But he has the greatest three wood in the history of the Yellowstone chapter <laughs> pro-am because he hit every three wood to about either on the green or right next to the green, got up and down, made par. Over and over and over. And I kept thinking he was playing terrible because he topped every tee shot. So we get to the clubhouse and the golf pro that you're playing with, and Ryan's at at this time a PGA pro, and he tallies up our score because he's got to give him the card. And he looks at me and he says, do you know you shot? I said, yeah, 81. And he throws his visor down on the table. Whack. And he goes, that's what I shot. I said, well, I made a lot of, I hit a lot of good three woods. Oh, <laughs> he was so over, over. Well, he would have hit the three wood off the tee box. <laughs> He'd have shot 65. He'd have been, he'd be playing on TV instead of this podcast right now. Still one of my favorite golf moments over the last 30 years. I'm still biting my tongue over the fact he mocking that guy for being 5'4". I, I just, there's so much I could say. Oh. I'm just sitting okay, on Can we start saying, the short jokes listen, now? Let's buddy just go Lee. to let's, Listen, let's Buddy start. Lee. It's not quite <laughs> like that. Remember Buddy Lee from the Lee jeans commercials? There's a little bitty dude. No. Chip is Buddy Lee. Oh, again, <laughs> no, my material being stolen. <laughs> no. Did you not see that? We were, no. we, we were watching. Yeah. We were wondering if he broke a putter. Who? Who? Sable Kim. Kim. Like they showed like three or four shots in. In the Masters, they putting with like a hybrid. Really? Maybe he's tin cup and he's proven a point. Like I never miss hit the three wood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, he picked he picked Augusta to make that point. <laughs> he's not making the cut. Yeah. Did we talk about uh, beginners coming to Kendrick? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay, yep. We, we covered. Right. Yep. We All covered right. that. Solid okay. golf lessons. Out cool. Because then we'll go back to Tiger. Because they're talking about Tiger. <laughs> I remember. Was it three years ago that he rewon the Masters? Tiger. Twenty nineteen. Two, two, two years. Two years ago. Two years ago. Because um, we were just talking about like probably the greatest of all time. I've never watched the Masters before until that year, and I was like, man, there is. No, I don't know if you can top an athlete that like just brings the attention in person because they had that crowd following him, and then me, like I've never watched. The Masters, and I'm like watching Tiger win that one in 2019. Um, you want to talk about an athlete that just generates talk? When he won the the Tour Championship at East Lake, which is again Bobby Jones's home course, and all those fans rushed the fairway, and he, and Rory, he and Rory, yeah, he and Rory were trying to navigate the crowd. It was one of the most incredible moments yeah. in golf. And Rory gets to the green, and you can see his face is like. Holy shit. <laughs> he barely got out of that. It was unbelievable. Such uh, a spontaneous moment, yeah, oh too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You don't see that in, in the 70s, uh, in the 60s and 70s, you would see him come down 18 and they'd enclose around the fairway and then go around the 18th green. And that was pretty standard practice. That doesn't happen anymore. And and, and no. Tiger goes out and and is winning, going to win this golf tournament. And the people are so overcome with emotion. They want to be there. And they and they crash the ropes. I would qualify. I would qualify Tiger's career as being the greatest of all time because I don't believe there was a player that played with more pressure than Tiger did. Whether it was fans, galleries, proximity, media coverage, social media, television, I don't believe anybody in sports have has witnessed the scrutiny on their performance and they're and they're outside of the field or. Or golf course life the way Tiger did. No. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, to your point, Ryan, on that is it, 
it's just another example. America loves the comeback. Yeah, I mean, you talk about like. I mean, America just loves the comeback. Yeah, yeah. loves the underdogs. And, like, and, and the secrets. Tiger comeback was great. Only brought into light in books were written in the last 10, 12 years. That would have never happened. Like, you would have known every aspect of his life. Oh, yeah. 50 years ago. For sure. And would he have had the same mental fortitude? Did he just leave that in the bunker? He left it short of the bunker, actually. It didn't even make the bunker. So this has got to go in. This chip shot over a bunker <laughs> to an elevated green has to go in to or make the out. cut. Xander started to sneak around. Do you guys love the Masters, those of you? Oh. That, the oh. Gobi Wyoming folks who we appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Do you love? Do you love the Masters suddenly? Like, like Daniel Berger. Daniel Berger plus <laughs> three. He he had to make that. He's oh, now yeah. on the cut line playing 18. Got to make par to make the cut. Like it I almost said, looks unnatural on television. Yeah. It looks even crazier in person. Have you been in person? Yes. Chip and I went uh, in 2013. We were, we, yeah. And Jess, okay. who Jess yeah, was here earlier in 2010 too. Yep. I noticed one of the things they've done this year in the coverage is show the elevation changes on television oh, yeah. yesterday. And they'll say it's, when you're at it's the clubhouse, foot or 20, they've never done that before. When you're at the clubhouse pretty, and you cool. lock down 10, it's all downhill. I mean, like steeply downhill. And then you get to the 11th tee and you go downhill again, the same <laughs> steep. And then you go to 12 and it's downhill. And then 13 is downhill. When you get to 14 tee box and the 13th green, you are literally as close to hell as you can get. <laughs> it is so hot. It is so hot. There's and no so wind, far downhill. No breeze. And not a breath of air. I don't know how they keep grass alive, let alone the azaleas back there. But it's, it, you, you, there's probably, what do you think? I mean, I'm trying to be realistic here. Do you think there's 250 feet of elevation from, between from, the clubhouse to the 13th green? Probably. I mean, they're showing 50 and 60 foot elevation changes in, showed, from hole to hole. Earlier, I think it like it's like 75 feet or something. It's ridiculous how far down to the 13th green. And then and then it's all back uphill. Yeah, you, you get down there, get you better have made some birdies because it's tough coming back. <laughs> well, high, high definition certainly helps show a lot of the hills that you can never see on on the TV that we watched our first one together on, where it was just green. And just the look, big box, just, the square. Yeah, just looking at this now, you can see the little undulations and stuff, and that that, that certainly helps. So this has to go That's in. That's gotta go in, or he's out. Oh! It's gotta spin back. Tried to dunk Down it. Downhill, Tried to it hoop comes. it in Coming there. back. Tried to hoop it. Chipper comes with a hooper. <laughs> Chip coming with a hooper. He's out. Whoa. DJ, jump DJ. on the plane. Uh, Grab Paulina. Paulina, we're <laughs> headed. <laughs> What's the next event? He's taking a couple they, weeks they off. I'm sure. <laughs> I think he's got enough cash in the savings he account. He's going to take a couple says, hey, weeks Paulina, off. We're going to have a couple weeks on the beach, and then where's the U.S. Open this year? I think it's. Oh, uh, great question. No, it's in New York, Westchester. Look at me. Back to back years in New York. It's back in New York. Is that Pauline and Gretzky? Yeah, yes. Gretzky. Oh yeah, Gretzky. DJ's done well. I was gonna say, yeah, he DJ take- makes a lot of money. <laughs> he plays a lot of good golf. Wayne did well. He yeah. married well. Yes. Yeah. Nobody's worried about DJ getting on the wheels up flight and being able to pay for it when he lands. No. He's never worried about wheels down. <laughs> Tory Pines. Tory Pines, Sorry, not, not New York. Other Tory coast. Pines. Other coast. The other way. I was close. I- do you think Tiger comes back by Tory? I mean, he won there. No, no, he's out. Does Tiger he won't win play again. in 2021? Does Tiger win again? 
Tiger play the Tiger play again first. That's what I was gonna say. Does he play? I mean, his again? his injuries. He does not. Are, I don't think he injuries, does win again. His injuries are severe. I mean, yeah. if he plays again, I mean, I don't know if he'll be on this tour or the or the or the senior. But how old is he? Because like, does he 40, play 46? six? Six. Oh, he can still play, I guess, depending on his. What's how next bad? for Gobi, Wyoming? We we talked a lot about us. Yeah. What's, What's next? next for Gobi, Wyoming? What is next? Ribbon cutting tomorrow. Ribbon cutting, Ooh. yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's that at? At, at the office? At the, at the studio, yeah. Yep. Great. It's a little yeah. early. Yeah. 9 a.m. <laughs> 9 a.m., yeah. <laughs> We're going to be making the turn at Buffalo National. Yep. <laughs> Jeff Rafferty's going to be saying, hey, let's get this thing going. You got guys behind you. The legends <laughs> of golf. The, going, the legends. Going. You're in front of the legends. I got, the I got the world behind you, Barnes. <laughs> We've got... Uh, to- um, uh, Brienne, I don't know what her last name is. Saddle Tramp. Um, Brienne Saddle Tramp. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know Brienne. She comes in here all the time. <laughs> I do. We got We just recorded an episode with uh, Wild Rodeo yeah, Royalty. Yeah, talked about that. Uh, so the, oh, Tom Balding's next week. Yep. Was like, who's next week? Tom yeah, actually, Tom yeah. Balding. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. We got a good summer lineup coming. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Tim, you got new beers coming this summer? Yeah, we got coming lots out. of new beers. So, uh, Curly Quick Draws, the seasonal, and it's a hazy IPA we had it last year. It's better this year than last year. We were, we're, we're tired of using two and three year old hops, so we've got some fresher stuff that it's it's part of the, it's the nature of this business. You you contract for what you think you need, and then you realize that's not how many hops you needed, and you got to figure out how to get through them. So, previous versions of this beer, you could mask some some hops that were maybe not quite as fresh as you'd like to use, but we're using 2021 crop year hops in quick draw this year. It's it's incredibly better than what it was in years past. Uh, We've got a a guide boat Goza, which is our summer seasonal coming June 1st. Um, It's got orange and lemon and lime in it. It'll be a great summer, easy drinking beer. A couple other items in the works, uh, things that that we'll we'll announce soon, uh, probably around the 4th of July, we got a new beer coming. Um, The last time I was on this podcast and it might be a hair premature, but because you waited for me the first time, I'm going to give you the opportunity for the announcement that we are going to Casper. Okay. Uh, we're opening a Casper tap room, probably October or November uh, of 2021. we we've got a, a great relationship with the group that's doing that entire development downtown. It's right next to David street station. It's, it's on David street. Um, it's a, it's a cool project and in a really a much larger project than just a black tooth tap room. They've got a bunch of townhomes going in and a lot of commercial development. Uh, the, the, the uh, family that's doing that is a longtime Casper family and a legendary Wyoming family. And they've got a, a really cool mission to try and build a Casper that's that's better than the Casper today. Uh, not that Casper's bad today. It's a great place. But they, they, they've got a really cool vision and a really clear vision. And we're excited to be a part of that. So uh, we'll have a third location hopefully before the end of the year. Heard that here first. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's true. If you've, ever, if you've ever been to David Street Station, it's a 
that's a like that can be a really cool area. So with you guys moving down there, um, you've got it worked out to where you know if there's a concert going on, Blacktooth's right there. So it's going to be a really cool venue and really cool place. For yeah, Casper. you know I, that was never the model or the vision. We 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 picked this location in Sheridan because it was the right space. It was enough space. There was some room to move. There was there was, yeah. you know, an opportunity to expand, uh, but it was really kind of a slower volume. I wouldn't say rundown, but certainly not the the thoroughfare that Broadway has become for downtown Sheridan. We did the same thing in Cheyenne. The West Edge is a really cool development, and we were excited to be a part of that. We bought the right piece of property there, primarily because it looked exactly like Blacktooth looks in Sheridan. Yep. Same 45-degree angle, old car dealership. Nothing about that property didn't say exactly what Blacktooth says in Sheridan. And then because of those two locations and because of their proximity, like I said earlier, 320 miles apart, the folks in Casper approached us and said, hey, we want to see something like this take place in Casper the way it's taken place in Sheridan and the way it's taken place in Cheyenne. And we would be interested in, in whether or not you guys had an option or an opportunity to join us in this development. And um, it, we're flattered to be a part of it. They're a great group and, and uh, they've given us a lot of latitude in terms of what the space will look like and in terms of, of how we make it successful for Blacktooth. So um, I'm really excited about yeah. Casper and it kind of completes us as a Wyoming brand and, and the I-25 corridor. Uh, we, we didn't really care about what it looked like outside of Wyoming. We wanted to be Wyoming's beer first. And a lot of what we're doing lately is about trying to be central to Wyoming. And that's that's who we are. And, and hopefully the, the Casper location lends to that as well. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's exciting. Maybe another <laughs> I, live event in the fall. I told there. you <laughs> I, I didn't I couldn't announce it yet. That was what four or five months ago. Yep. And now here I am spilling the beans on yep. WYO. There we go. Love it. Just go be Wyoming start to travel now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know it. Grand opening. <laughs> yep. We'll be there. There we go. <laughs> There's beer there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> What else you got? We, you guys have given us plenty of time. time. I mean, this is a, we're working yeah, on a two-hour podcast. Huh? Yeah, uh, you got a hot tub to hook up. Yeah, there you go. Hey, so we're all going there. I got Wings there. Celebrity yeah. hot tub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James Brown will be there. Yeah. Tim Barnes will be there. James <laughs> Brown. Will be there. Yeah, <laughs> the lovely Amanda Bach will be there. You'll have wings and pimento cheese. No pimento cheese. <laughs> <laughs> bourbon? Will there be bourbon? Definitely. Like okay. bourbon. Yes. Definitely bourbon. <laughs> That's no, a good choice. Some cigars. I mean, the weather's Ooh, improving. It looks like cigars. it warms up every minute. Cigars. Yeah, it is nice. Yeah, yeah. that will be awesome. Other, no, other than our interviews, you know, we're open to doing more live events like this. You know, you guys kind of approached us of, hey, this would be a cool. You guys love talking golf. You know, we obviously love the Black Tooth beer. Um, so if anyone out there wants to run some sort of live event, you know, uh, through their social media, um, and then obviously we'll record this as a podcast and, um, you know, we're open to doing that more. So, I mean, we've got a studio, we're a full, uh, full audio visual teams. So, um, any sort of, and it, it doesn't have to be something like this where it's shooting the, shooting the crap. Um, we've approached like museums, like, Hey, let's do some yep. historical stuff. You sure. know, let's, let's get serious. You know, we can do that kind of yep. stuff too. Um, I know Zach, I don't know if Zach announced it, but he'll be a sixth grade teacher here. So. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Best news of the day. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Good yep. for you. Do you have a school? 
uh, yep, here at junior yep, high, the Sheridan Junior awesome. High. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's he's all about the history. So yeah, we're, yeah. we're all so that's that's where we're going. We're we're trying to be uh, try and be as big as Black Tooth. That's what, that's our goal. Trying to shoot for something much higher. That's a high That's a high bar. He's already picking up the tab. You don't have to. Oh, there's my good money coming in. Chip's picking up the tab. Yeah, there there's a the tab rolling. <laughs> it won't let me out of here if it's not paid. And I don't have a card. Oh, yeah, you do. No, I don't. You have credit. <laughs> I, I, I sign their card, checks. You but look at the statement tomorrow. Tab. That's what it costs to do a podcast. That's right. Okay. Well, we appreciate you guys coming in here. Well, I love what you guys are doing. I think it's awesome. And anytime, if you need to use this space, if it, if it works for your event, whether it includes black tooth or not, don't, don't sweat it. Let awesome. me know. This stage is open 99% of the time. The time. So All right. you're going to be on, on site. I mean, like people are going to be yep. looking at you crazy. Yep. What are they doing tag, up there? Tag. Yep. Bring some cards, yep. throw out some stickers. I, I, I need one of those on our sticker board. I'm going to leave. I'm just going to leave all these <laughs> out here. <laughs> well, when, when, and then last for Ryan, anything else you want to say for Gendry Golf Course before we kind of wrap this up? Not, not a whole lot that I haven't already said, but come out Perfect. and enjoy us. The golf course is in great shape. All golf courses, Buffalo, Sheridan, here in Sheridan, Buffalo, um, uh, Hidden, Bridge. Hidden Bridge, and the Powderhorn. We're all in great shape. Go play golf. Enjoy the nice weather. Get outside. That's all we ask. And uh, come out and have a great time. Awesome. Love Come it. up and check out the new paint job at the uh, yeah. Kendrick. In the bar. The K Club. In the bar. At we the can't, K Club. We can't officially Shorten. call it the K Club because no. that's a really cool. Is it, is it in Europe? Uh, yeah. It, yep. Yep. It's a European yep. golf club. British. The K Club. K Club. But the we're, we're not officially the K Club, but it's you can also, certainly shorten it to it's that. It's also mm. the home of the Chucker. Can we spell that with a K? <laughs> the Cucker? <laughs> Chucker. Chucker. C-H-K-K. Yeah, there you go. UK. No. You got to put the U. UKK. UKK. The chucker. AR. It's like the chucker Chuck bird. Yeah. Isn't it spelled a K? Yeah. So at some it place is. there's a K. Chucker. <laughs> Chip's an English major. You got to watch it. I don't know how many Ks. He's sneaky. Spell it however we want. It's ours. Yeah. Yeah. Full um, English breakfast type of chucker. <laughs> I did want to tell uh, Zach, you and Aaron, uh, when, when Tim asked me if I wanted to be on the podcast, he said, sure. And I listened to a few of you guys. You're doing fabulous work. Oh, thank you. So we appreciate it. Really, really, I've got you, got you subscribed and a couple more subscribers. So best of luck to you guys. Thanks so much. We appreciate that. Is that a wrap or do we want to do another one? <laughs> <laughs>